It's time to get activated, gamers, because you're listening to the Gigaboots Game of the Year 2022, featuring Dan and Bob Video Games. Bob, I've decided they're all Game of the Year. They are games of that year. Chris Wolfhart. Not guilty of insider trading. And Dr. Agro. I'm glad I spent this whole year knowing I'd be on this podcast. This episode features outrageous categories such as... Biggest cuck. Most likely to be racist. Game that none of us played. And... Fakest category. So grab your nuggies and Mountain Dew gamers, sit back in your race car chair, and get ready, because the Gigaboots Game of the Year 2022 extravaganza starts right now! Yippee. Hello and welcome to Game of the Year 2022 Part 4, the final part for categories. Everyone's here. I'm here. I'm Dan Video Games. Hello. Welcome, viewer. Uh, we also have Bob. Yeah, I'm, I'm here too. Chris Wolfhart. I'm also indeed here. And Dr. Agro. Are any of us really anywhere? I, I am. I'm here. Oh. Where are you? Well, shit, that's that's that entire discipline out the window. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Wrapped it up. Good job. We did. a hand. Yeah. We solved that. We're about to solve some other mysteries. For example, first category, the Nathan Drake Award for Excellence in Never Shutting Up. The nominees are God of War Ragnarok, High on Life, Horizon Forbidden West, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Gentlemen, we get two votes each. I will start. I'm voting for God of War Ragnarok. That is the worst it has been in a normal mainstream big game in a very long time. It is. I thought I thought this was one of those cases of like people who don't play a lot of these came on in, played God of War Ragnarok, and they're like, gee, they're talking a lot. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to gaming. But no, you boot that thing and it's like, non-stop. It's to the point where I'm shocked they had the budget to record that many lines. <laughs> To just do that nonstop in every circumstance. And my second vote goes to High on Life. They, they made the guns not shut up. That's innovation. We're going to go now to Bob. Yeah, High on Life, absolutely. That that thing is heinous in how much they don't shut up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess I also need to give it to Ragnarok. Even though I like some of what they talk about, it is nonstop. Absolutely. Okay, uh, next we're going to Aggro. Yeah, I'm I'm also going to have to vote for High on Life because that game was made so they could not shut the fuck up. Like, they looked at things not shutting the fuck up during games and went, this is the perfect vehicle for this kind of humor. <laughs> and simply because I was brain poisoned with it by proxy, <laughs> with having never booted the game, I am going to vote for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> you hear that, Bob? Agra wants the sweet embrace of death. <laughs> <laughs> we go next to Chris. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> all the stories, great. All the, all the characters talking, great. Not great, them trying to help me solve a puzzle as I'm fucking solving it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you barely have time to take in the puzzle before they're just like, let me explain. It's like, they're chat. <laughs> like, they're just a Twitch streamer's worst nightmare with chat. It is hilarious. It's like, they do that for every single one in the main story. And then if you go off and do the side quests, a lot of times those are way harder and they say nothing. I they did just... notice they seemed to chill the fuck out a little bit when I dipped over there. 
I didn't realize that was a larger trend, though. I thought that was just that one time. And high on life. <laughs> you know, as Agra said, this you got to respect that they baked that shit into the design document. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, high on life's taking this. We all voted for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we got to figure out the other three. We seem to have pretty strong vote for God of War Ragnarok. But elsewise, aside from that, there's only one vote between the two other contenders. Do we want to vote again with one vote between Horizon Forbidden West and Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for third place? That seems like it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. That was a high on life reference. Chris, you can vote first. Uh, Xenoblade. Bob. I'll put it for Xenoblade. They they patched out her stash. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was like who would xenoblade had a mustache <laughs> oh oh aloy stash yeah aggro xenoblade this was a formality yeah. <laughs> in fact unanimously yeah. xenoblade in third place while the nathan drake award for excellence and never shutting up goes to high on life with god of war ragnarok in second and xenoblade chronicles three in third <laughs> special uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Horizon Forbidden West which uh, got better <laughs> I, I do want to state for the record and just to draw enmity uh, I, I've seen videos of it happening I understand it was a real thing at no point ever in my playthrough of God of War Ragnarok did an NPC prematurely solve a puzzle for me maybe why I don't know how it happened I, I hit some kind of crazy RNG super zone <laughs> But it just didn't happen to me. Agro, upon seeing the puzzle, transforms into Dr. Manhattan and just solves it the moment he can walk to the thing to solve it. Oh, man. Okay. Next category. The DOA Online Game Award. Which specifically is dead on arrival, not dead or alive. <laughs> Sponsored by Babylon's Fall. The nominees are Chocobo GP. Deathverse, Let It Die, Gotham Knights, Grounded, Resident Evil Reverse, remember that, Roller Champions, and Rumbleverse. This is going to be hard. Gentlemen, we get three votes each, and we're going to start with Bob. Uh, I'm going to have to vote for Resident Evil Reverse. What's that, Bob? <laughs> I booted that game up. Mm-hmm. Only a few weeks after launch and had very hard times finding any games to play just to try, try it out once before I knew it would inevitably die. So that's not a good sign. No. The next vote's going to be for Deathverse, Let It Die, because they did. They they put that back into, like, <laughs> purgatory but so they can work on it. Yeah, they're going to work on it. It's going to be good. Let It Be Reborn will be the name of the next one. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to fix Crucible, too. Any day now. Yeah. <laughs> My brain was like, Destiny's Crucible didn't get a major. Oh, no. I'm remembering that game. <laughs> oh, my God. In my last vote, I guess, for Rumbleverse. Rumbleverse? Really? Okay. Yeah, they're like, I was immediately rubbed the wrong way by that game when I first played it because of all the art. And then to hear that it just had a complete drop off in players made sense to me. Bob, have have you considered that you not liking the art might make you a gamer racist if Tommy Tallarico was asked? Oh, no! <sighs> Jeez. Look, I, I don't know anything about Tommy Tallarico other than that he's a douchebag and a scam artist. Please do not 
give me more things to know about him. <laughs> uh, hey, Agro. Hmm. You can go next. Three votes. I'm going to give one vote to Chocobo GP uh, because, man, that was a clean, straight shot right into a dumpster. Those fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, they, they really they really killed something that could have been successful instantly. Like, they just snapped its neck. They did that, yeah. Yeah. It's so upsetting. I have a genuine question. <laughs> Gotham Knights was online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole point with well, the whole point was online co-op. They announced uh, it, it still has four player raids coming. Oh yeah. my Just god. Just to be clear, that is a game where you can select from four different characters. Maximum multiplayer, two players. Four player raids coming. Wow. Uh so that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I will also vote for Resident Evil Reverse because I remember it coming up a lot and getting like delayed. And was, wasn't it shuffled around a couple projects? Um, it got delayed from the launch of Resident Evil 8 where Bob played the beta, which was exactly what <laughs> launched a couple of months ago. And that was like you did that beta a month before Resident Evil 8 came out, right? Yeah. So they delayed it a year and a half. And then it came out and was virtually identical, right? Yes. There's no weird vestigial abortive mode thing, like weird Resident Evil vestigial abortive modes. <laughs> the interesting thing about Resident Evil Reverse, for people who don't know, is they put on the box that it came with it when you bought Resident <laughs> Evil 8. So if they didn't ship it, they could have been sued. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They regret, they must regret that whoever made that decision is fired. Yeah, it's the fucking web comic of the dude getting yeeted out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it to Roller Champions. Here's why. Oh, yeah. I know any human on Earth played Rumbleverse. I can't confirm for Roller Champions. Oh, that's true. We've only seen it played in, like, press events. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that was a uh, part of Ubisoft's Fantastic 2022. Mm. Uh, um, next... When you're an early access game, it kind of changes the expectation of you coming out. So I can't give it to Grounded on that ground, personally. Because some of the hype of, of launch was taken away by its early access two years earlier. Uh, I'm definitely going to give it to Deathverse, though. Um, it truly is the most Babylon's fallout of all of these. <laughs> As it launches, goes, what? No, we're not. Okay, we're not. Sorry, can we take that back? I'm glad Batman's fall didn't pretend it was coming back. It was just like, no, it's done. Yeah, that's very polite of it. Right. Wait, are you trying to say Deathverse is pretending? <laughs> what? No, of course not. Okay. Okay, great. Great. Awesome. Um, for now, I'm going to hold on to my vote. Chris. Uh, I'm going to vote for Chocobo GP. And Dan, I think you should vote for Chocobo GP. And here's why. <laughs> Anybody ever wanted that game? That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it had positive reception. People wanted it, and they fumbled it so hard it died instantly. Yeah, that yeah. thing got Nintendo Direct buff, and still mm -hmm. died instantly. People love Final Fantasy. They love Final Fantasy spinoffs because we haven't gotten many lately. Yeah, people love Chocobo. Yeah, Chocobos are like one of the most loved gaming icons, frankly, across all races and genders. Chocobos yeah. universal. <laughs> And they just burnt it to the ground instantly. It was honestly impressive. I've never seen a stuff come out about a game and then just done. 
Yeah, that's really they they turn Chocobo GP, which should be like almost gaming royalty, into a roller champions. Right? <laughs> like they put Steiner in a cart racer <laughs> and I didn't buy it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And how how? How did that happen? I'm gonna revote for roller champions for the re- for Dan's reasoning <laughs> of just nobody, nobody ever. Yeah, nobody ever. And I'm gonna vote for Death Verse. I think Chris made a really solid argument for Chocobo GP. Yeah, I feel like Tokyo or Chocobo GP should probably be number one. <laughs> as as I sit here and think about Chocobo GP's launch, I I have the mental image of that rig they had on MythBusters to fly a bulldozer at like hundreds of thousands of feet per second. <laughs> so whatever it hit just turned into dust, basically. <laughs> and that's that's the Chocobo driving into the wall. <laughs> That's how launch went. I'm, I'm going to give it my vote. Okay, so we can see we can see some sort of leads happening here. Uh, Chocobo GP and Deathverse Let It Die are both tied for first with three votes each. Resident Evil Reverse and uh, Roller Champions are tied with two votes each. No one voted for Grounded, which is very fitting. And there's one vote each for Gotham Knights and Rumbleverse. I think this came out correct. We just need to sort from here. Everyone agrees? Yep. Yep. We're going to go ahead and do uh, one vote each for what you think should be first place. Death versus Let It Die or Chocobo GP? Bob. Chocobo GP. Chris. Chocobo GP. Agro. They put Steiner in a cart racer, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't want to buy it. <laughs> Clearly he's talking about Death versus... <laughs> I'm also voting for Chocobo GP because Death vs. Let It Die didn't have a chance. No, it was a sequel to a Suda game that doesn't have Suda. Yep. Layers. Should we take Death vs. Down and debate whether it should get third or should it take second and we then decide third and runner-up? I think being unbirthed is good enough to stay second. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I agree. probably true. I agree. Mm. Okay, so we're going to let that take second. Which means we need to decide which one's third place and which one's runner-up between Resident Evil Reverse and Roller Champions. I'll go first. Resident Evil Reverse. Chris. Roller Champions because it was obvious at every point that no one ever wanted Reverse. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it was a bonus that came out 18 months after the game. (laughs) Aggro. Yeah, that that really begs the question. Like, should should I vote for the one that passed by like a ghost in the night or the one that left a crater in the wall (laughs) either way i think they're both dead because one's a ghost and the other one couldn't have survived that (laughs) i I think i'm gonna vote for resident evil reverse because you know it was dead when they launched it i think (laughs) i think people believed roller champions had a chance at some level you thought they would have tried harder it really feels like ubisoft didn't even market it yeah I don't know when it came out. I just know it came out last year. I'm starting to even lose faith in that, but I'll believe it. <laughs> I'm looking it up just so we can't. We were gaslit <laughs> into believing Roller Champions came out one moment. May 25th. Yeah, May 25th on uh, everything but the Switch. And then the Switch got it on uh, June 21st. That's a real game. Okay. It is still up on Ubisoft. You can go get that. It's on Steam. They want you to buy $75 worth of DLC. What? Well, oh, it's currency. That. They literally want you to buy the currency through a DLC page. <laughs> oh Jesus God. Christ. Uh, anyway, hey, Bob. 
Which are you voting for? I'm going to vote for Resident Evil because I feel like there's an off chance, just like Rainbow Six, <laughs> six million people are playing Roller, cha- Roller Champions. <laughs> we just don't know them. <laughs> no, no, that, it, it ain't no Brawlhalla. <laughs> One moment. We have, we have, we have ways of checking this. Uh, Steam- 12 viewers on Twitch. <laughs> I'm looking up the Steam tracker. We still have Steam charts, right? Yes. Okay. It's on Steam? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on Steam. They were selling... Dude, they were selling the DLC. They were selling the currency as DLC on Steam. I hadn't seen that myself before. Maybe I'm ignorant, but just I've never seen. Hey, do you want to get this bundle of this really great DLC? And then it's like money. One month peak, 141. (laughs) Yeah, this is pretty rough. Um I'm still voting for Resident Evil, though, because I had to hear press events and see them basically firing off flare guns all the way into that wall. <laughs> so, like, it's coming, we swear. I like Agra's analogy of it may have been a corpse before they launched it through the air. <laughs> yeah. As I'm like Microsoft conference flashbacking. To- so this is a trebuchet. And this is our new game, and it's a corpse. <laughs> Oh man! Is this like that? What was that eighties movie where they haul around the corpse? We get to burn. We get to burn. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that climate town video, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I kept envisioning that Spider-Man stunt robot they have at Disney now—just <laughs> 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 cartwheeling, dead stick through the air. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I think in this category, you should be proud to be runner up. So I'm okay with giving Roller Champions runner up. Chris, any last impassioned arguments to get one of us or more of us to change our votes? <sighs> Look, these are hard contenders. No, Roller <laughs> Champions doesn't even deserve to be remembered as a winner. <laughs> no, that's that's grounded. It's right over there. It got zero votes. <laughs> yeah, but that's because it came out three years ago. <laughs> Perfect for Game Pass. <laughs> Where's my child? I lost my child. Your child was perfect for Game Pass. It's in a better place now. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Well, the DOA Online Game Awards sponsored by Babylon's Fall. You know, kind of like Scrimblow should have been sponsored by NecoArc. So that way it didn't <laughs> just walk in and get hero everyone. Eyes. <laughs> Chocobo GP in first place. Death verse Let It Die in second. Third place goes to Resident Evil Reverse and runner-up Roller Champions. Every year, this category will be full. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> it is the curse of the modern gaming industry. Well, Ubisoft's going to go under, so it'll be a lot lighter. <laughs> That's true. They, I think they contributed two of them to last year's list. Yeah, they had like hyperspace and then all these other fucking things they never support. Yeah. (laughs) Next category, most hideous creature brought to you by the cast of High on Life. The nominees are Heimdall from God of War Ragnarok. (laughs) Kenny from, wait a minute. Why is, why is. Yeah, get get, get the fuck, get him the fuck out Get out of here, Kenny. We've had enough of you. (laughs) You aren't allowed here. It's got my name on the door. It has my name on the door. I'm getting thrown out. Is this really how you treat me? I, I, I spent all this time running from the cops over, over the domestic abuse. Neon Green from Neon White. Ayano from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Jay from Xenoblade 3. Riku from Xenoblade 3. 
Andes Komeji from AI, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. Thomas Skrunko form from AI, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. You know, when a publisher comes to a game event and they lie about some game, like they're like, oh, since the successful launch of game and we're like, we've never heard of this. You're making this up. This is what Chris is doing right now. <laughs> the Chop Goblins from Chop Goblins. <laughs> <laughs> the thing at the end of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Rain Dog from Multiverses. Jesus. <laughs> Brute Bonnet from Pokemon Scarlet. Raymond Lawrence from Star Ocean the Divine Force. Jack Garland from Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> oh. Tonberry from Stranger of Paradise. And the Zerks from Stray. God, there's so many. Okay. Yeah. I have to look up Brute Bonnet. Oh, yeah. Now that thing rules. <laughs> it's Raymond Lawrence, the main character. Yes. So, um, okay. All right. Is it, only yeah. is it in game model. That's what this is about. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> as, as, as it is. Uh, and I will put a picture of the Zerks from Stray in the Discord because I feel like not everyone played. Did everyone play Stray? No, I did not play Stray. Okay. Well, um, that is the Zerks. They're horrible, fleshy creatures oh. that light seeps through way too well. They are literally mm. head crabs from Half-Life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Their feet end in toenails. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. And the backside of them kind of looks butt-like. It's <laughs> fleshy, so it's even worse. Like, oh, oh this is gross. Mm. And there are hundreds of them. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and let uh, Agro start this time. Agro, you have five votes. Hmm. I am going to start uh, with Andes Komaji. Yes. <laughs> For context, there is no reason he looks like that. It yeah. is not a plot point. He mm. is not an alien or a robot. He just looks that way. That should not be. Is he that top image you posted? Yes. Uh -huh. is, is, so that's just in the real world, not like in a video yeah. or something. Yeah, that's just him. He's just a cube. Oh, wow. Oh, no. That is some body horror shit. I am also going to vote for the Chop Goblins. I I had not heard of these, but this is the kind of terror you can only get on the 64. <laughs> <laughs> Represented here in hideous high definition. Ugh. Brood Bonnet absolutely rules. Correct. I'm going to go with the Zerks. They may be head crab in form, but they're like head crabs you had to make out of people. <laughs> so they're, they're like head crabs fused with a mogus mm. <laughs> god watching them run with their weird little fleshy butts in the air it's ugh. yeah no it's terrible it is terrible that like light hits them and they light up like your hand with a flashlight put to it it's gross it's so gross I'm gonna vote for Heimdall from God of War Ragnarok <laughs> For those of you who didn't grow up in certain kinds of neighborhoods and didn't take one look at a kid and go, that's the one who murdered the dog. He does look like that. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. And that thing at the end of Kirby in the Forgotten Land. So yeah, specifically we're talking about a uh, Fecto Forgo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Very fleshy category. Uh, hey, Chris. 
and is Komeji. He's he's hideous, and you have to talk to him so much and hear his horrible (laughs) joke because he's also a Monzai comedian. Of course he is. Uh, Tama's scrunko form, which is the little eyeball thing in the picture that has her normal form in it. I don't know what you're talking about. That thing looks great. Is it is it just because of how confused and insecure it makes you feel when you look at it? <laughs> uh, the chop goblins. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> uh, Fecto Forgo, so the thing at the end of Kirby in the Forgotten Land. You know, you voted all in a row here. If you just give it to Rain Dog. <laughs> I'm kidding. I did not put Rain Dog in this list. Agro really swayed me with his description of Heimdall, so Heimdall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, I'll go next. Um, Andy's Komeji is horrible and should win this category. I hate him so much. <laughs> I did not look at an image of him before we started deliberating here. That thing is horrifying. Uh, the Zerks, they genuinely make me so uncomfortable. Ugh. I'm like I'm talking myself through don't vote for Raymond Lawrence it's just a guy with non-functional elbows and a weird sphere head and a mop on top of it yeah Yeah, it's pretty bad over there Uh, I'm gonna give it to chop goblins chop goblins are uh, firing pretty hard on most hideous creature scale oh man is this really happening okay I'm going to give it to the thing at the end of uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Line. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a Raven Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Having a character bend their arms shouldn't be that hard in 2022. <laughs> no. Every time I looked over, the dude's like folding in on himself. You would think he was like, he would be like, one moment, I got to take a sit. And then he just folds in on himself like paper. <laughs> Hello, fellow human. I too have the correct number and configuration of bones. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, okay. Next is Bob. All right. Uh, yeah, Andy's. Kameji. Yeah. Um, Man, I've seen anime characters like this. Unfortunately, I don't like being confronted by them. (laughs) Please stop. Bob just deletes the image. I voted for it. Make him go away. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, the great part is he has kids and the the cube head is not hereditary. (sighs) Well, Well, they're normal. Good for them. That's good. That's an optimistic look for the future. Um, Raymond Lawrence. He's so bad. He is. It's really <laughs> upsetting. I was like halfway through my playthrough wishing I chose the other character just so I saw him less. Oh my god. <laughs> and you just have to live with that regret every day, huh? Yeah. That's, that must be so hard for you. Uh, I'm gonna show one vote on Rain Dog. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> He's just so awful. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, Rain Dog shouldn't in, even in be context, in the game. Yeah, but... <laughs> But he's so cute. <laughs> Tonberry from R- Stre- Stranger of Paradise specifically is especially greasy. It has a fin. It's awful looking. It's what one of our pod lords used to like Photoshop <laughs> once. And it was, it was awful. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> so I'm going to show a vote on that. 
like Tom Barry doesn't normally look good. Okay, this is a special kind of Tom Barry. It's unacceptable. I don't know what Bob's talking about. <laughs> this this Tom Barry is great. He does have kind of a weird texture. Yeah, he's like sh- so shiny. And I'm not even saying this is bad for a Tom Barry to be. Uh huh. I'm just saying I don't like looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my final vote. Yeah, the Chop Goblins look horrible. What in the world? Yeah. I think Agro's assessment of like, this is, you know, the kind of hideous that you usually only can get on with the power of the Ultra 64. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty accurate. Yeah. Like rejected Majora's Mask enemies. Like, no, no, guys, too far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, well, based on this voting... We have a unanimous tie between Andy's Kobeji and the Chop Goblins. <laughs> I think that's correct. I think entertaining anything else is absurd. How do other people feel? Yeah, the, the, just choose between them. I feel like Andy's is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the vote. So the choices are between Andy's Kobeji. And the Chop Goblins, you get one vote. We'll start with Bob. Yeah, Andy's. Chris. Andy's. Aggro. <sighs> yeah, Andy's. <laughs> I'm also voting for Angie. Andy's. He should obviously win. <laughs> if I turned, like, I asked myself, if I turned around right now and one of them was behind me. <laughs> I feel like if I, I, I can take a Chop Goblin and if I kill it, it's dead. If I if I, I would have to touch Andy's Komaji to kill him. <laughs> yeah, and there's no guarantee that blows to the head would work. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah, that's a pretty good reasoning there. Ugh. In order to make this last little bit uh, a little bit more variety filled, I'm gonna say we elevate the two vote things to go in the running with the thing at the end of Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Are people okay with that? Yeah. So that would be Raymond Lawrence and Zerks. <laughs> I'm also willing to hear anything else out, frankly. Heimdall's also two votes. Oh, thank you. He's so far up. There's like a chasm of things that didn't get votes. Yeah. And then Heimdall up there concerning me. <laughs> okay. So for this next round of voting, we have four nominees for third place. <laughs> runner up. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say two votes each. We're voting between the thing at the end of Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Raymond Lawrence from Starosh the Divine Force, Heimdall, and Zerks from Stray. We're going to start with uh, Chris. Uh, Zerks. Okay. And Kirby. Not Kirby himself, but <laughs> Kirby, you hideous bitch. We've had 30 years of this and we're fucking done. <laughs> Aggro. I'm going to go with Zerks, and I'm sticking with Heimdall. Bob. I gotta go with Raymond Lawrence. (laughs) And Zerks. (sighs) My first vote is Zerks. My second vote. (laughs) I'm so torn. (laughs) I don't want to be trapped in a room with any of these. (laughs) Let me look at the Kirby thing one more time as I, as I deliberate this. Mm. It's funny because we were talking about on the stream 
how you can make anything in Kirby. You just have to use pastel colors. <laughs> <laughs> and this absolutely horrifying body horror thing very much fits that. Well, it's, it's okay. It's cotton candy flavored. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> no. I don't want the character art for Raymond Lord, sir. I want to see him in game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what might have been our beautiful ideal. This is fucked up. This is the official <laughs> thumbnail for the official trailer. <laughs> this is like, how am I supposed no. to not vote for him? <laughs> that is like them thinking he's looking his Sunday best. <laughs> Voting for Raven Lawrence. <laughs> He's so horrible. <laughs> Even if you get numb to his face, he moves his arms and then you just see him fold and it's terrible. <laughs> Given the voting there, third place is going to Zerks from Stray. Two votes went on Raven Lawrence and one vote each went on the thing at the end of Kirby and Heimdall. I say we lock that in. Is everyone else okay with that? Yeah. I'm opening the floor to impassioned speeches. Like my heart wants to argue, but I'm looking at this picture of Raymond Lawrence. <laughs> so bad. This is the, oh. like, like you remember that episode of original Star Trek where they're like, oh, it looks like they tried to recreate a human out of rough description. <laughs> it's just, it's uncanny in a way that things intentionally designed to be uncanny never are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I more popping up. Because I'm putting more in, baby. Because uh, if I have to look at it, all of you do too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think we got it. Okay. All right. I'm locking it in. <sighs> Most hideous creature of the year goes to Andy's Komeji from <laughs> AI The Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. Second place goes to. The Chop Goblins, with the third place going to the Zerks from Stray, and runner-up going to Raymond Lawrence, one of the main characters of Star Ocean, <laughs> the Divine Force. <laughs> How does this happen? How do you accidentally make that your main character? <laughs> when you're working with an, your own engine, it really shouldn't be. <laughs> Yeah, our character designer tried to translate the key art into 3D model and rolled a one. <laughs> we just went with it. Okay. That's what we're doing. Well, tough luck, Heimdall. Maybe you'll win this next category. Next category, most likely to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> the nominees are... I feel like he's got this. <laughs> Heimdall from God of War Ragnarok. Kenny... From High on Life, Neon Green from Neon White, Ayano from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Jay from Xenoblade 3, and Riku from Xenoblade 3. <laughs> this is actually really strong competition. You get three votes each. I'm going to say Chris. Heimdall, of course. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't even be on the list because he did quote white supremacist YouTube videos in his first appearance. <laughs> we can just lock him in at number one, then vote for everyone else. <laughs> he he did literally say, oh, so you listen to revisionist giant history? Yeah. 
Okay, so obviously we're all voting for Heimdall, and he gets first place. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> you still get three votes, because I'm feeling generous. Goddamn cancel culture. <laughs> Iono is a streamer who says friendo. Uh-huh. She's gonna say it. Oh, she's already saying it in her private Discord. <laughs> um, Jay and Xenoblade 3. I feel like he literally has a rant where he says he's tired of pretending he's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that is ultimately what one of his rants boils down to. Oh my god. There's like a sin layer, maybe. <laughs> maybe the thinnest veneer. No, it's not actually about that. We promise. And a, and, and a Kenny. <laughs> yeah, of course. Man, really strong competition this year. Uh, I'm going to give it to Kenny. Uh, oh my god, of course. Of course. No one would ever have any difficulty being like, yeah, that gun says it. Just so you know. In fact, there would be an incredibly long joke. Just so you know, that's that's a slur where, where I come from. And it is not okay to say, but I say it. And um, so you're going to need to not bring that other gun back to life because I said it to him. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Aino. As I said, Aino saying it right now. Right now. In her private Discord. That is absolutely happening. You can't convince me any other way. And I'm going to give it to Riku. Riku has quite a few speeches about how no pawn are smart. Way better than everyone else. They're the best. He's a hero pawn. He's the best. <laughs> Riku sucks, and I don't understand how anyone likes him. <laughs> Bob. I have to give it to Kenny. <laughs> We've already been over this. It's really clear what you'd say in that Applebee's if you weren't there. First year with a three-way tie for first place. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. Is lots of red flags. Sure. Mm -hmm. And Jay. <laughs> Aggro. I just keep trying to think of a rationale to not vote for Kenny, and I haven't come up with one. So we're going with the gun. Okay. All right. Everything I have ever heard about those little mascot fuckers from Xenoblade 3 leads me to believe that they are racist. They're absolutely racist. They have a they're lot of pride in terrible. their culture. I love them. <laughs> They're just so prideful of their culture. What's their culture again? England. <laughs> they're just colonizing. They're like if every Moogle was a sleazy drug dealing crime boss. Right. <laughs> look, look, Riku is fine because you meet no pawns way worse than him. <laughs> Bob, did you that just is say Riku is one of the good ones? Because I'm about to put you on this. Oh, list. no. They're clearly not sending us their best. <laughs> Uh, and I'm I'm I am gonna have to in the end go with Iano because it's like I don't think she's gonna say it, <laughs> but, but I think in the middle of some conversation you're gonna realize it and be like what the fuck? She's like what? No, that's just what we're all thinking. I just you know <laughs> everybody thinks that, right? <laughs> Here I thought you were gonna go the direction of she's just walking along the street and then she sees someone coming and just does a jung she like vampire hop to the other side of the street being all quirky <laughs> and racist. Man, these these are some unanimous fucking votes between Heimdall, Kenny, and I know. 
I'd, I'd like to throw a special shout out to pretty much the entire cast of Triangle Strategy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, except for like the people on your team who are totally cool with that one oppressed racial group we made up. Oh. Yeah. I see. They have pink hair. Oh, it, it's an anime, I see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, the top three seems pretty locked in. Would we like to figure out from here who the runner-up is? We can figure out the exact order of the top three in a moment. Mm-hmm. Are you asking which of these Xenoblade characters is more racist? <laughs> <laughs> now, listener, we haven't actually said anything that's terribly spoilersy up until now, but I feel like we might get into that a bit with trying to figure this out. So if you're worried about Xenoblade spoilers, eh, maybe stop listening. Yeah, check out... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have to figure out who's more racist, Jay or Riku. I don't quite recall Jay doing a speech about how he's racist. He's tired of pretending okay, he's he not. Gives, he gives a speech about how he's tired of being nice and everybody is actually just as nasty as... He's like a... Vi- he, literally, his character's literally being a violent incel. Yeah. Yep. That's One, it. 100%. You're absolutely right on that. And just the one of the speeches he gives just comes off like it, it, he I think he literally says something like I'm tired of not telling everyone what I actually think. Oh, yeah. Or something along those lines. One hundred percent. He is uh, a piece of crap given too much power, uh, thinks he's better than everyone else and he's above them. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's racist, I, too. I, I don't know. He, he has a tone of, oh, no, I'm Mobius. This is a new race, and we are better than all others. <laughs> I mean, Dan, in, in the themes of Xenoblade 3, he is a fail son who has been given a powerful position due to nepotism. Yes. Also, he willingly hangs around Mobius D. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I can't. I can't hand wave that. <laughs> What I can say, Jay didn't go on any racist tirades. Meanwhile, every time I talk to Riku, it's how cool Hero Pod and No Pod are. They're so much better than everyone else. I don't know. Riku a lot of times just has the tone of No Pod are, no are different. We don't do this. We have a different culture. Bob, you're falling for it. He literally said No <laughs> Pod are different when it came to human shortcomings every time. No, he did. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely did. It was like, oh, you showed up late to work. No Pod never showed up late <laughs> okay. to work. Okay, that doesn't come off to me as racist. He's just Amish. <laughs> <laughs> if he's Amish, explain that wig. <laughs> Honestly, the, the only way it could be better is if he literally did what the Amish did and just refer to all humans as English. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Excuse me. Yeah, that's the thing that uh, that's the thing the Quakers do is they'll be like, if you're not if you're not a Quaker, they'll refer they, they refer to you as English as like a noun. All right, cool. But yeah, I feel like he he likes humans, like he is for them. By the end of that. Like he's he's given up his entire and life to. You, you would say many of his friends are humans. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even from like before the game starts, he's trusting them with things. Like he gives Noah a sword and stuff. Ah, yes. 
That's true. So he doesn't have some sort of bias just against them as a species. Pretty sure he was manually instructed to do that. <laughs> it's unclear. I mean, yeah, yeah. So you're 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 saying he didn't, you know, disobey and keep the sword for himself <laughs> or give it to some other. He's like, here you go, Manana. <laughs> He's lucky seven. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Okay, fine. You know what? Here. I'll come over to your side because I think it only takes one or two YouTube videos for Jay to just go full-blown racist. <laughs> <laughs> All he needs to do is end up on the wrong side of the algorithm and that kid's absolutely going full tilt. Yeah, he'll do it too. He's on TikTok right now. <laughs> Even if Riku is a racist, mm-hmm. he won't get more racist. He's like... He's like the boomer who is like who has like one or two stereotypes they'll never let go no matter how much they learn. That is Riku, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay's gonna be selling books that are racist a few years from now. <laughs> yeah, Jay's gonna run the Return King Twitter account and be like <laughs> and be like, I, I post about ethnic cleansing every day and ruined my entire life. I did this so I can get thirty dollars of t-shirt sold of, of Rick Sanchez and Donald Trump smoking blunts. <laughs> yeah. Your, uh, Jay would do that. Um, okay. Well, with that out of the way, we now defe- need to figure out second and third place because I assume everyone here is cool with locking in Heimdall for first. Yeah. Mm. yeah of course. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck anyone else of being more racist than Heimdall. Not actually possible. <laughs> Okay, you get one vote each, determining who's second place versus third place between Kenny from High on Life and Ino from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Aggro. Kenny. Kenny. Chris. Kenny. Bob. Kenny. God, we all agreed on the top three perfectly. <laughs> Holy yeah, crap. That's how it sounded during initial voting. <laughs> God. All right, well, that's locked in. The most racist, most likely to be, you know, the word likely is important to this category title. I feel like Heimdall had stepped outside of the bounds here a bit. (laughs) Most likely to be racist. The winner is Heimdall from God of War Ragnarok. Second place goes to Kenny from High on Life. Third place goes to Aino from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And runner-up Jay from Xenoblade 3. Normally I say thank you to our nominees, but oh my god, no. (laughs) (laughs) The next category. Biggest fuck up. Sponsored by Yuji Naka. (laughs) I'm surprised he could afford to sponsor this category. (laughs) Well, he had all the extra money from who knows where. (laughs) The nominees are Callisto Protocol, Gotham Knights, Resident Evil Reverse. What are you doing here? Sonic Origins, Star Ocean, The Divine Forces, Faces, Stranger, oh my god, why are you here too? Stranger of Paradise's performance and the release date of Horizon Forbidden West. I'm going to say we get three votes each. I never said it would be easy. Uh, Bob, you can go first. Uh, Star Ocean Faces. <laughs> It's okay, I just posted seven of them just a moment ago in the Discord. Yeah, and that's only from one guy. They all have faces that are bad. 
do all of them look like their eyebrows were burned off and they tried to draw new <laughs> eyebrows on top? No, Raymond is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he is king among hideous creatures. Um, my next vote's going to go for Sonic Origins. How do you mess up a release of Sonic Genesis games? <laughs> Not only that, it's like so many different layers of like it upscales and looks like shit. There are weird glitches. You didn't let the dev team finish the game. As far as I know, they never patched it to fully fix it. Right. There are so many layers with this. It was such an easy home run. Oh, and it has the wrong fucking music. Oh, God. Yeah, it does. Mm. God, what a category. Eugene <laughs> <laughs> Haka sponsored Sonic Origins. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's a bum. Oh, man. This is the last vote's hard. There's, there's some good prime candidates here. That's true. I'm going to go with Gotham Knights. <laughs> do you need to explain? I don't think I do. <laughs> Gotham Knights stumbles in drunkenly. My reputation precedes me. <laughs> hey, Chris, it's your turn to vote. Sonic Origins and Star Ocean Faces. <laughs> Star Ocean Faces are horrible, but I feel like Sonic Origins probably deserves to win this category since it's just... We fucked up the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. The the last one, there's so many good options, it's hard. I'm going to go with Callisto Protocol because that was like the big... I feel like everybody knew Gotham Knights would be bad the closer we got to release. The Callisto Protocol, there was people... Like everybody had faith into it up until the day it came out. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like such a surefire win. It's the director of Dead Space. It's the funding of PUBG. It has a really cool idea. It's got a great setting, and it looks amazing. This is It was one of our highest priority games for December that we pinned that into our schedule way in advance, and it was such a mess. We just canceled it outright. We were like, that's not even a concern for Game of the Year. Go away. Yeah, that's how I felt. I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy that. Not for $60. Or 70. I think it was 70. Yeah, I'm pretty Fuck sure. <laughs> pretty sure it's 70. It'll always be a bigger fuck up to me to fuck up the thing that you, you have like a template. You just were wrong. Yeah. Agro, I'm a greedy bitch. I'm going next. Mm hmm. Sonic Origins. I already said why. Gotham Knights. Because, oh my God. In my in my opinion, this is this this should take second place because it, it it cannot run right on anything. It doesn't look as good as prior gen titles. It only shipped next gen. The game is a giant mess that is loveless, absolute nightmare of a mistake. <sighs> and Callisto Protocol. I already talked about that during Chris's segment. I think these are these three are possibly the biggest fuck ups this year. From this list at bare minimum. Aggro. For the same reason, but to varying degrees, I'm, I am going to vote for Callisto Protocol and Sonic Origins. God, especially Sonic Origins. It's like watching fucking Scrooge McDuck take a leap off of his diving board and somehow <laughs> hit a floating platform on his way to the money. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic's Sega's fiscals died on the way to their home planet. 
Ah, uh, ah. Uh, no one in this category should get left behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all such huge fuck-ups. <laughs> the biggest. But I mean, there's no way that engine couldn't make better faces, right? <laughs> like, that can't be a base engine problem. Y'all fucked up. Yeah, the faces look better than Residents of Fate, and that game's like, what, 10 years old? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And that's the same engine, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> oh no. But, the, you know, it's been enhanced. <laughs> oh yeah, now it's, now it's optimized. <laughs> well... We're pretty unanimous on Sonic Origins. Duh. But past that, we've got two different three-vote ties and one with two votes. Gotham Knights has two votes. Callisto Protocol has three. And Star Wars of the Divine Forces Faces have three. Here's my impassioned speech to get Gotham Knights to go up above Star Wars of the Divine Forces Faces. Mm. Those mm. motherfuckers have never been able to make faces. <laughs> I've been dealing mm. with this problem since Star Ocean 3. In the first 10 minutes of that game, you see the most hideous creature ever. Its eyes are so huge and its face is so wrong. I feel like it can't possibly be the biggest fuck up this year when it's just keeping up tradition. But if no one will side with me, who didn't, you know, are vote. No, I, 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 I can go with that, that the other two probably should be higher because while, while it is alarming... Uh, and and i'm still having to look at it over here on my screen like that that game didn't live or die based on how just borked space ken's face is yeah i feel like callisto and gotham both screwed up so massively even compared to star wars and the divine force's faces not that those are functional or acceptable in a modern society (laughs) But at some point, it feels like if we had on here, like, if imagine we had a category on here, a nominee, right? Mm-hmm. And it was Elden Ring's performance. And it's like, it's a FromSoft game, you dumb bitch. It's not going to lock 60. Look, it's been a long time. I wanted to have faith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were the biggest fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One moment, adding him now. Oh, Man, no. Bob, first you get added to the most likely to be racist and now biggest fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I, I say we I say we elevate it. How do Bob and Chris feel? I can deal with it. I, you don't think the, it's those, right, though? The, just those faces are so insanely bad, but I guess it's... It's that thing of it's not an entire game. It's just like a relocated part. Whereas it seems like how, how the whole the, game. How about, how about this? I'm willing to side with Gotham Knights for one reason. Okay. It's insane. They made cutscenes for each individual character. That is beyond <laughs> insane. That is a level of <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing at all. Like we had a man. We had unspeakable management problems. Okay. So hear me out. Okay. Maybe we could reach a middle ground here then. I need Gotham Knights to be above Star Ocean. And I might trade Callisto Protocol to do it. No, Callisto Protocol's too big a fuck up. <laughs> I would put Callisto Protocol above Gotham Knights. Really? That's um, also how I feel. Like, Gotham Knights, you, you made a bad... Like, you made a game so bad, nobody bought your Batman game. That's, that's kind of impressive. Callisto Protocol was uniquely positioned in where, like, they're doing the remake of Dead Space... At the same time, like beloved franchise Dead Space, 
And you came along and made, uh, yes, but this is the real Dead Space, and people bought it. They were excited for the real Dead Space to come out. That, 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 that's golden positioning you can't buy. <laughs> and they fucked it up. Okay. Well, I'm willing to die on the hill that Gotham Knights should definitely be in the top three. Yeah, I'm fine with the faces being runner-up if we get Gotham Knights in there, I guess. So then in my head... It goes Sonic Origins, Callisto Protocol, Gotham Knights, Runner-Up, Star Ocean's Faces. That sounds good to me. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. Biggest fuck-up sponsored by Yuji Naka goes to Sonic Origins. You know, we don't plan these things. It's not like we're like, <laughs> obviously Sonic will win. Say it's sponsored by Yuji. That would be funny. Uh, second place goes to Callisto Protocol. With third place being Gotham Knights, runner-up, Star Ocean, the Divine Forces, Faces. <laughs> what a year. So, we're going to stop getting the biggest fuck-up that is the Omni game, right? That'll happen eventually? Uh, no. I no. hope. I mean, it won't happen next year. We're getting freaking uh, Suicide Squad. All right. Uh, it's gonna have the exact same you think. thing happening again. <laughs> you they think. did it the, they, the same thing. The same the exact same. Yeah, it feels like tuning into the worst fucking sitcom ever where the main character makes the same mistake every episode and learns the same lesson. It's just Psycho Bob in the field of rakes. He keeps stepping on. Oh, Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next category biggest cuck this is going to have spoilers for horizon forbidden west <laughs> elden ring tom goes to narrative neon white pokemon legends arceus and xenoblade chronicles 3 and if you're not damaged by our content tom goes to the narrative means as dusk falls i have no we idea need to what say the actual name of that game what is he talking about right now? <laughs> What's he talking about? I don't even understand these fucking words coming out. The nominees are Adam Jensen from Tom Goes to the Narrative. Blade from Elden Ring. Carrie Ann Moss from Horizon Forbidden West. Actor name. This is great nominees so far. Neon Violet from Neon White. Volo from Pokemon Legends Arceus and N from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. We need to explain to Agro who the winner of this category is. <laughs> yes, yeah. we do. You, you really do. Agro, this is a cuck arc like, so massive. Hang on, I want to preface your explanation. <laughs> sure. I dropped into that stream like twice. Oh. One time, chat was chanting, bottle him, bottle him, glass him. <laughs> The other time, they were just screaming the word cuck. Now, imagine your surprise then when I tell you that's not even who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this year's most tightly guarded secret is the fact that N from Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is the hugest cuck gaming has ever known. It's that no one else will ever compete. Ever. It is incredible. It was worth a 60-hour JRPG to get to the center of that. It is fucking unreal. So, your main character, Noah, in Xenoblade Chronicles, ends up being uh, uh, basically a 
doppelganger of sorts of N. N being a member of Mobius who joined Mobius because he couldn't let his wife go into the abyss and wanted to spend eternity in an eternal afterlife through absorbing human life through endless warfare to keep propagating themselves forever to spend it by her side. So imagine the incredible moment, the elation you get 39 hours into this game. As this starts to unfold as a plot, and there's a giant setup, you're imprisoned. You're not going to be able to save your your side main character, Mio, who is also a doppelganger of M, N's partner, and she's going to be publicly executed in front of everyone. Broadcast to the entire world. And in this ceremony that you spend, this is like the longest cutscene in a video game I've ever Yes, it is. It's like, like three hours of solid cutscene. It is so <laughs> long and so amazing. As the execution starts, Noah, completely destroyed as a person, has to watch as she is executed. And in the moment of her execution, he travels to a dimension, mentally at bare minimum, where he discovers the secret of the cuck end and all of this shit going on with him. And at the very end of this epiphany, the execution plays out. Mia or M interrupts things and you realize they changed places. M killed herself to get away from N because he sucks that much that eternity with him was hell. <laughs> Members of Mobius can't die. They can't. The only thing that can kill them is the main character's special power. And she wanted to die. So she used her power, which is like a soul swap. Yes. To swap bodies with Mio. So that Mio that got executed was actually M. And when N finds out this ruse that he just live streamed himself killing his wife to the entire world because she didn't want to be with him anymore, he starts to scream and have a mental breakdown. As funny as this description sounds and as you imagine the events were, I assure you, 10 times funnier. He is full tilt. He is unraveling at the core. He's frothing at the mouth. I need to get a I need to get a screen cap of his face as he <laughs> the face of realization. Let me explain. There's a big thing some months ago where I found out that the voice actor for Noah was nominated for best performance at the Game Awards and I'm like, I don't know if he, there's anything in this game that earned that. Then I hit that cutscene. This man is falling the fuck apart and just starts screaming and losing it. It is so good as this immortal being who's had this insane superiority complex of not respecting human life because they they exist purely to fuel his life source falls apart as he gets cucked on live broadcast. The Xenoblade community started calling this guy the most divorced man there has ever been. <laughs> Later in the game, when he finally gets out of his incredible, like, deep, deep, hours-long gameplay time, weeks, who knows, in real time, Fugue State, the next time you see him, he pulls himself together enough to basically become a, a shambling drunk and he says the line, look at you there, so smug with my woman on your arm. Okay, I found the ultimate, the perfect screen cap. I found two perfect screen caps, actually. Here's one. And here's the other when he, when he, he recovers even slightly. 
there's there's one that's even more. Oh just yeah, his, no. <laughs> he goes like end of Ava Eye bug eyed. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, shit, I have um. <laughs> I think for the rest of my life now, I'm going to have a version of the Motorhead song Killed by Death in my head. <laughs> I have never heard of someone being cocked by death. It's so good. And the thing that makes it so much better at every step away, every step of the way from there until the end of the game is the whole time. Noah and Mio are just trying to go. And don't you get it? She was unhappy. She was deeply miserable because you changed as a person. You could get better. And he just, you know, basically puts down the bottle of Jack. <laughs> it just says oh, the most no. incredibly bitter shit he can nonstop. It is so funny. It never stops being funny. It was worth playing an entire JRPG to get to. <laughs> God. That man sleep in a race car bed. <laughs> and it's it's and it's unbelievable. He wins this hard win. This category is stacked this year. I know because once again, Agro rightfully assumed I was going to talk about Adam Jensen, as we're calling him from Tom Goes to the Narrative, because the core arc of his part of that game, which is the only remotely worthwhile part of that game, is a cuck arc. And you have various levels of dealing with being cut. It is so fantastic. It is unreal. But it doesn't even step to this. It's nowhere near the same dimension of cut as N. And nothing ever will be again. I mean, yeah, it was like a 40-hour build up to it. It it's was insane. <laughs> God. And, and Xenoblade has a lot of cuckoldry in it as a franchise. This even surpasses the Xenoblade 2 cuck scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just, it's his wife's body. That's yeah. <laughs> so fucked. Yeah, I was like, man, this guy can't get any more cucked slash divorced. And then the next time I see him hours later, one of the first things to crawl out of his mouth as he points his fucking sword at me is, look at you, all smug with my woman on your arm. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It gets mm. better. <sighs> okay. <laughs> they, they should have had a version of his armor where it's like half undone. He's not keeping himself <laughs> together at all, and his hair is really yes. messy. Yeah, 100%. Is anybody not going to vote for Ann, or can we just establish oh, him as number one? Uh, at this point, the committee holds that if anyone didn't vote for N for first place specifically, they're wrong and we should disregard. Like, if you hit him three times, does he crow and then a swarm of cuckoos start attacking you? <laughs> 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 yeah uh you know just like heimdall should have been locked in at first to prevent yeah this this dude absolutely takes first it has never been this insanely severe in a video game ever and is the funniest character in any nintendo game ever <laughs> <laughs> too bad there aren't any more smash bros <laughs> <laughs> the alt uniform for Noah is N, and he just looks like you described. 
People are like, I don't remember him wearing that. I'm like, but he did emotionally, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, he just has a stained wife beater on. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good because, like, everyone in Mobius has this class and sophistication, superiority complex, and all these things going for them that give them uh, mostly a calm disposition whenever they engage with the main characters. But from that moment on, ends a fucking mess. Oh, yeah, I should also note, he basically spent the next several hours of gameplay time, uh, like, curled up in a ball in the theater of eternity. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just like, yeah, he's, whatever. Won't get, he'll figure it out. So I'm going to lock him in at first. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Agra, I need to lend you my copy with my Switch so you can see this cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, from there, we have Adam Jensen from Tom Goes to the Narrative. Where you Which, get... did, did you say that's not his name? No, that's not his name. Adam Jensen is a character from Deus Ex, who from is the Deus same Ex. voice yeah, no, actor. I, I've spent this whole time going like, <laughs> wow, they really just named a guy Adam Jensen. Okay, bold shorts. <laughs> Don't tell him that the name of the game isn't Tom Goes to the Narrative. That would completely ruin everything. His name is Vince? Sure. We didn't call him that once during that stream because everyone went... That is Adam Jensen, right? That voice doesn't fit at all. Yeah, because it's just a sloppy <laughs> white guy, but it's the Adam Jensen voice coming out. But it worked oh perfectly my. because on our second playthrough, chat decided to get vicious with her. And in that moment, we discovered she was cheating on us. They got him to say, you're not my wife anymore. You just happen to look like her. And then you stand up and leave and she crumples. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> and that's amazing. Okay, who nominated Carrie Ann Moss? I want to hear it all. I did. The moment she sees Aloy, she just turns into a cuck. Like her entire, all her actions become motivated by the fact that I forget the doctor's name, who Aloy is a clone of, mm -hmm. wouldn't get with her. Yeah. She like becomes the weird grooming cuck. Yes. And, and then you find out the stuff where she was trying to do that with a. Uh, Beta is that her name? Yes. Mm -hmm. With the, with the other uh, with the younger clone, I'm like, wow, you're <laughs> extremely pathetic. But even she can't cop to the Titans on this list. <laughs> right? What I what I do love about Carrie Ann Moss's character in Forbidden West and in in her her cuckoldry is that it wasn't like there wasn't another person. It, it wasn't bad timing. She starts telling you, oh, yeah, me and your mother were close. And she starts, like, hinting that, yeah, maybe we had a thing. But in the end, uh, Elizabeth Sobeck was just too busy being sick-ass at science and racing motorcycles and improving the world and didn't have time for your petty ass. Yeah. And she has been bitter about that for 5,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, as they said, you know, that's, that's not a problem if someone else came along. That was a skill issue. <laughs> it was only 1,000 years, right? It wasn't 5,000. No, it was 5,000. was 5,000. 5, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Because they had to shut, they had to terraform the entire planet. That takes a while. A couple of times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am willing to have the plot of Neon White spoiled for me for the explanation of Neon Violet. Um... She backstabs you because she wants to fuck Green and, and is really pissed that, that Green always liked White more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can explain Blade, too. Sure, yeah, do it. Okay, so uh, so Ranny the Witch uh, has this assistant, this, this associate named Blade, who is like her knight. 
and helps you at various points in her story. And then when you finish her story, you marry her. Like, it's very explicit. You put a ring on her finger and she gives you the Moonlight Greatsword, which says in its description, you give this to your spouse. And then you can go back to an earlier area in the game and find him hunched over, seething, and going on a monologue about how it should have been him and she was his and how could he be she how could she be taken from him and then you kill him and take his clothes. <laughs> that's that's really rough. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, I didn't play Arceus, so uh who's got Volo? I can also explain Volo. Okay. So Volo is like the uh he's like he's the obvious you know, ancestor of, of Cynthia and he's like a merchant and, and pops up here and there in the story. And then you find out that he really, 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 really is into Arceus and like he, he desperately wants to meet Arceus and to do so he catches Giratina and, 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 you know, he's the villain. He does a bunch of shit and fights you, but the, yeah, and he's here for two reasons. One when he loses, he becomes like a seething wreck and is like, I can't, I can't stay here and watch you get to meet Arceus, the thing I always wanted to do, and leaves. But what really puts him over for me is the fact his, his like villain design has him look like Arceus. It's like, I, I made my hair look like you. Do you want me now, Arceus? <laughs> 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 That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, I think... Let's see, is that... Yeah, that's all of them. Okay. I'm going to open up voting. Gentlemen, I think we should go with two votes. What do you think? Sure. I think that works, yeah. Before you confront your wife, Vince does, that she's getting texts from someone that she keeps saying is a work associate... You're like, wow, you must really be sad to see you go. He's texting you days after your going away party and all these other things. She just keeps lying over and over. Like, no, it's just I left some things at the office. No, it's fine. That's nothing. And for a bit there, I was like, maybe I'm insane for seeing a cut car where there isn't one. <laughs> Which goes to prove exactly how good at gaslighting cheaters be. <laughs> I'm voting for Adam Jensen from Tom Goes to the Narrative, a real name for a real character in a real game. <laughs> also, uh, Carrie Ann Moss's uh, character from Horizon Forbidden West because Jesus Christ, 5,000 years is a long fucking time. And uh, the shit she did was absolutely demented, proving the level of broken person she was. We're going to go next. Chris. Volo. <laughs> <laughs> and Blade. Bob. Blade. It and Adam Jensen. <laughs> Aggro. Carrie Ann Moss. Mm. Yeah, and Blythe. Okay. I was really scared we were going to achieve nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We've been pretty lucky so far. If we escape the entire category segment of Game of the Year without that happening once, it will be a Christmas miracle. Right. In January. So, hey, guys, I'm not sure if you knew this. So, N... Uh, got first place on the votes. <laughs> Not sure. You know. Currently, the highest votes outside of that is uh, Blade or Blyde from Elden Ring. And then tied with two votes each is Adam Jensen and Carrie Ann Moss. I think that the thing with 
Adam Jensen and Kieran Maas. <laughs> uh huh. The Adam Jensen one is very literal. There's nothing a way around it. Like you have to interpret it that one way. Uh huh. So in my head, it's above Kieran Maas. Mm. But at the same time, depending on the choices you choose, that dude recovers. Like you yes. know, yeah. The argument I was going to make here is like Adam Jensen's choices throughout this story are actually all framed around this one thing that is true at the core of it, right? Uh-huh. Like there is moments where it's literally, are you going to save your cheating ass wife from this injury, or try to save everyone else? It is very core to what's going on there. Yeah, and then when we see the future where it's like, yeah, he's just completely moved on and is a better person now. I know, it's so it's good! It's like, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> she, she, she has a dinner where she looks and thinks of you and is sad! <laughs> I, from this description, this sounds like he shouldn't even get runner-up. Oh! He, I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm just thinking of God of War Ragnarok. And, and them talking about how something has the form, but not the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just Spiritually because I, and vibe-wise, he is not a cuck. Look, that's because I'm a Chad gamer, and we played every move correctly. There are, as it turns out, a lot of ways to completely fuck that up and crumple as a person, but we're just too good to do that. But, you know, I'm not sure what Chris is saying, Bob. Yeah, exactly. There's a, like, there's a version of this game where Adam Jensen isn't a cuck because he's too Chad-like. It's beneath him. Right? And yet Carrie Ann Moss in the Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> yeah, there's no version where she <laughs> Right? I've looked at every timeline. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. And I can't even argue Adam Jensen above Blade. No. That's impossible. <laughs> oh, this is brutal. Why'd these other people have to... Adam Jensen tried to earn this. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So I take it everyone else agrees with the pecking order of N, Blade, Carrie Ann Moss from Horizon Forbidden West, and Adam Jensen from Tom Goes to the Narrative as runner-up. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there we go. The biggest cuck of 2022 is N from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Spoiler! No shit! If we let that motherfucker in any other year, he would also be that one for that year. This, yeah. This man's like heavyweight champion of the world. He better pray he's not in the DLC, the story <laughs> DLC for Xenoblade 3. It's me again! <laughs> God, Two I years running, I would, I would puke. I would puke during the Game of the Year ceremony where we have to award it to end two years in a row. Second place goes to Blade or Blythe from... Blythe, T-H. T-H? It's Welsh. Oh, okay. It's written B-L-A-I-D-D here. I didn't yeah, play the game. That's spelled correctly. It's just, yeah. Okay. It's just Welsh. It's just Welsh. <laughs> it's my favorite brand of fake butter. Anyways, <laughs> Blythe from Elden Ring... Third place going to Carrie Ann Moss's character from Horizon Forbidden West. Man, no one can remember that character's name. Oh, and Adam Jensen from Tom Goes to the Narrative <laughs> as runner-up. We all remembered his name. Vince from As Dusk Falls. Who? Anyways, thank you very much to all of our nominees. 
Her name is Tilda Vandermeer. I just I just wanted to be cool. <laughs> Do you feel cool, Agro? I don't. Next category, worst character. The nominees are Aloy from Horizon Forbidden West, Singularity from Bayonetta 3, Mayor Zhao from Freedom Planet 2, Ah from Freedom Planet 2, Nira Lee from Freedom Planet 2, Your Sister and Jean, They Are a Package Deal from High on Life, and Mobius D from Xenoblade 3. Obviously, this category will have spoilers for Freedom Planet 2, Bayonetta 3, Horizon Forbidden West, High on Life, and Xenoblade 3. We get three votes. We're going to start with Bob. Aloy is so much better than she was in the first game. So much more like a human and like a character I could be interested in. She's still terrible. I'm voting for her. Oh, I didn't expect this. I thought Bob was making a counter argument to Chris putting her on this list. No, I put her on. Oh, I didn't put her on this list. <laughs> oh my God. I instantly deleted that game from my mind, except for the last hour. I, d- d- that was a roller coaster. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, I'm this close to the whole fucking ordeal, and this is a roller coaster. <laughs> what are your other two bullets, Bob? Singularity from Bayonetta 3. Really, this is because he isn't a character. And yeah, he is the main boss of that game. That's really unacceptable. And it's not even that he's barely in the game. In a sense, he's in the game a decent enough chunk where you could have developed him. Mm-hmm. They just didn't. Right. In my final vote will be for Marzal. How did he choose only one Freedom Planet 2 char- character? I know, there's so many. Okay, so what's up with Marzal? Why is Marzal the worst character? Marzal thinks he is hilarious. That's true. And they constantly leave like gaps for the audience to laugh at him. Mm-hmm. See, see, he does this thing, Agro. You probably saw this in web comics from 2006 where he does an action <laughs> oh, or yeah. says a thing and it pops up with plus two to smugness. Yeah, he's literally a web comic character. Like that literally happens. Yes, that literally yeah, happens it, several there's times. There's a sound cue and everything. There's a sound cue and the text actually appears and it's, it's, it's more pixelated than other things in the game. Mm hmm. Yeah, this was not metaphorical. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it'll keep happening. Every cutscene he's in, and he's in most. <laughs> okay. Well, Bob, I don't know about most. He's in a lot, though. He <laughs> is in a lot. He, he's not in nearly as many as certain other characters. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Bob chose the wrong Freedom Planet character. I'm going to vote for Ah. Ah, uh, you're a criminal. Ah's delightful. They're a character that only exists so Sarah Ann Williams can scream. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ah was delightful. Meanwhile, Nira Lee should be hit with a brick. I wonder who he's going to vote for. <laughs> uh, ah was uh, funny a couple of times. Problem, Ah, the whole bit with Ah is Ah screams. It goes, Ah. And yeah. Like every cutscene, just a really high-pitched, Ah. That's the bit. Yeah. I'm going to vote for uh, your sister and Jean. They are a package deal for my on life. Uh, Agro, did you see any of the interactions between your sister and Jean? Yeah, I saw enough. Okay. All right. Uh, then I will not explain for the audience. They have to go watch our stream if they want an explanation. <laughs> They're a character yeah. high in life. You can figure it out from there. Uh, Chris, <laughs> yeah. Chris, you streamed it. Did Did you have a VOD archive of that? A Freedom Planet? No, 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 no. High, high on life. High on life. Yeah. High oh, yeah. Life. There's 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 a stream VOD. Well, there you there's go. VOD, yeah. You could also you could also do that. Uh, I'm going to be honest here. You know what? 
I'm going to hold on to it for a second and just stare at Singularity and think about it. Uh, Chris. Nira Lee is terrible. She ruins every scene she's in, and she's a main character, so she's in every single cutscene. How does she ruin them? She's just an... She's like... I don't know why they decided, okay, our, 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 main, our main party are these three young, like, rambunctious action girls. Now we have, like, a bitter, hateful 35-year-old cop who's... Because I guess they decided they needed an adult character. And literally all she does is... Simp for authority. <laughs> is saying whatever is happening is stupid and they need to go simp for authority. Like, the cool rival dipshit character voiced by Sean Shiplock shows up and she's like, he's a criminal. We shouldn't listen to anything that he says. We should kill him. Yeah. <laughs> now, he, uh, Agro, I need you to understand that actually is not that much of an exaggeration. That might be literal. It, she is a Karen that is following the main party around to complain about what is happening for the entire game. That's true. I have no fucking clue why Galaxy Trail decided she needed to be a main character. It legitimately knocks two points off that game for me. <laughs> yeah, I honestly suspect they did it just because of her moveset. And they didn't think about it from the character angle at all. Right. Because she has cool ice spear. Yeah. Your sister and Jean. They suck so much. <laughs> they do. That is... Th they are, without question, the worst part of that game. The worst part of High on Life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's a statement. And I can't not give it to Singularity. Bob says he's not a character, but he talks way too much to not count as a character. If he didn't have 45 minutes of talking about the proper noun at the end... <laughs> Maybe he could have escaped this. Yeah. They give a, a guy with absolutely no character development or depth at all. No obvious through line, through motivation, or anything else. Way too many lines. <sighs> okay, aggro. I would like someone to explain Mobius D to me. I can do that. That group apparently all suck. What's, <laughs> what's <laughs> this particular <Okay>. one's deal? <laughs> Mobius D is set up as your main is the is like other than in who is obviously the heavy of the group. He, like he has different armor. He doesn't have a helmet. And he's he has you, a sword, the main and character. The others, and he's you. And he's you, the main character. Like he's <laughs> he's set up as like like the right hand. And Mobius D is like the left because he's the first one you run up on. He actually has, he shows up multiple times. He's like, he's like the sadistic one who's really evil and he sucks. He sucks shit. He doesn't have a great voice like Metal Face has a great voice in Xenoblade 1. I mean, if you want to talk about biggest fuck up in games, that one part might be it. <laughs> yeah, they really just should have been like, get it. It's like, it's like Metal Face. He's the same voice actor. Clap assholes. That would have that helped. I would have clapped. That would have helped a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. I love Metal Face. I don't. I haven't even played Xenoblade One. Metal Face on that stage in Smash is the only good part of that stage in Smash. <laughs> so he still has no backstory, basically, or character, despite showing up a couple times and you fighting him a couple times. Then the last time you fight him, when he is about to die, they give us his unbelievably tepid backstory, which is he liked to kill people for fun and he has a collection of heads. 
And and then all the party members go, I read about him in a book. He's fucked up. <laughs> that is true. They do do that. It's very funny. And what really gets me and the reason I hate him the most, I think, is because he's so obviously supposed to be a parallel for, Met for Metal Face, who is a much better executed character, down to the point that he uses his, like, in the flashback, he uses the same Met weapons as Metal Face. Hmm. Man, I see. I did not have these layers playing through this game because I didn't play Xenoblade One. It, it, to me, it sounds like if they did a Castlevania that didn't that that the, the main villain is like shitty Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like if they made it. Imagine if they made a new Egovania that was generally great, but then it had uh, then it had Lords of Shadow Death as death. Hmm. On one hand, that's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm going to vote for your sister and Jean from High on Life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because how could I not? Uh, then. The funny thing is the Freedom Planet thing is coming in at three so different angles, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's the amazing part. It's just like. We all chose a different one to vote for because they're very annoying in different ways. And from what I've heard of those three Freedom Planet characters, I think I'm going to go for uh, isn't funny is in too many scenes. Merzau. I understand. I do too. And since pretty much my entire purpose here in this category is to run blocking for Aloy, uh, <laughs> I think I'm done voting. <laughs> She is a wonderful character, and all of humanity can suck my dick on this topic. <laughs> See, and that's the diversity of perspectives I like on this podcast network. <laughs> God, I still have that third vote, and I really am choosing between these two other Freedom Planet 2 characters, a beta and a three singularity. And it's like, which one was worse to deal with? And I, I feel like both Nearly and Singularity are they're like neck and neck in my brain because it's just like she's just always there being annoying she she is it, it's it's i i don't understand how like a, a dev studio that obviously cares so much about their story because there's so much of it mm -hmm. can let this slip through the cracks or it's like we're just gonna have a character that ruins every single scene you know i did not get the strong of a dosage of nearly i think because i chose Oh my God! That's right. You you oh, chose the you motorcycle chose Carol, one. didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Carol. Yeah, she's in almost every one of Lilac scenes. <laughs> she is in so many, Bob. It's nonstop. It's oppressive. That's insane. Because I was like, she didn't seem that bad. I, I guess I didn't. I wasn't with her for half of the game, though. I mean, shit. Carol came back at one point. I swear to God, she was like, "We should kill her too." Yeah, yeah, that happened. Yeah, it's it's. It's one note and it's nonstop, which is, and maybe this is because I play Freedom Planet One and had to edit that review and, you know, just had to stew in it. Mm -hmm. But Mayor Zhao is not as bad as he was in Freedom Planet One to me. Maybe it's his delivery. Maybe it's the chokes. I think that, I don't know, but it just doesn't hit me as hard as it did in one. The, it hits me harder now because it's like, it has been seven years. Yeah, Why he, are there still webcomic jokes from 30 years ago? But Bob, there's no scene. Because that's who made the game. <laughs> there's no scene in this where Mayor Sal goes, mm, you're just a bunch of women who like women things. So, you know, Ugh. it doesn't hit as hard for me. 
I don't want to, you know, lift up Mayor Sal by his legs and feed him into a trash compactor. I don't want to Casey Jones' ass. Not like I didn't want anyway. Uh, you know what? Fine. I'm giving it to nearly. I'm, I'm sorry, Bob. Bayonetta 3 has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. I don't think fixing the bad guy would fix the problems. No. I think it would help a lot, but no. I think getting rid of Nearly would have actually made Freedom Planet 2 better because it is almost every cutscene with Lilac. It really is just everywhere. Tough luck, D. If only we had read about you in a book. <laughs> yeah, it seemed really bad. That guy was really funny when, when they all just went, I heard about this guy. He collects heads. Then he dies. Like, literally <laughs> immediately after that. Oh, it's a good thing we stopped him. <laughs> he, he doesn't get a second wind. He doesn't show off some unique ability no other Mobius has. He just dies. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of liked how it's like, well, they're not important, but stuff with Jay right now is important. This guy just sucks. <laughs> he sucks so much. I don't know. There's, there's something genuinely hilarious about... Uh, I don't know. The, it, the way they played that cutscene, too, it was trying to be dramatic, but it almost felt like he is D. He's a member of Mobius. He loves pogs. And then you kill him. <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, he's a murderous member of Mobius. Like, at, at no point does him collecting heads make him more or less of a psychopath. <laughs> he's Mobius. But he was he was that evil before becoming Mobius. Isn't oh my that God. sick? It's pretty irrelevant. <laughs> I said as I unloaded bullets into his chest. <laughs> yes. Uh, so voting wise, I think this shaked out correctly. Your sister Jean currently voting wise is in first place. And then there's a three-way tie with two votes each for Singularity, Mayor Zhao, and Nira Lee. I'm okay with giving up uh, Singularity if we get a top three that involves two Freedom Planet 2 characters. <laughs> oh my oh. god! <laughs> The bitterness. Uh, I'm willing to. Ch- I'm willing to change to Merzau. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I get it. Once again, one of the worst things Freedom Planet Two did was quadruple down on its story that I never thought was good in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that is to say, individually, Freedom Planet One and Two stories are not very good and not what I enjoy about them. Uh how about this? We're going to do two votes between these three. Two votes each. Oh, God, what am I doing? I'm going to give it to Mayor Zhao and Nira Lee. Bob? Uh, yeah, Mayor Zhao and Nira Lee. Chris? Mayor Zhao and Nira Lee. <laughs> Agro? Uh, I will abstain on moral grounds. Let it stand. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nira Lee is worse than Mayor Zhao. I am numbed to Mayor Zhao. I cannot say Singularity is worse than Mayor Zhao. But Singularity is really bad. I'll let Nira Lee rise up because I will believe that part of the game I did played without her made her that much worse. <laughs> I groaned every time Mirza was on screen, but he was on screen so much less than Nearly. Uh, so I argue he's just way less awful than he was in Freedom Planet 1. Because once again, Probably. There, was, there was no part where he's just like, you're women. You like girly things, like dressing up dolls. And, and again... Like, nearly is just there's like, let's have fun in this adventure. And she goes, no. <laughs> I will now say genocide was fine. Yep. She sure sucks. Well, I guess what we're looking at for worst character of 2022 is your sister and Jean, they are a package deal from High on Life. 
followed up by Nira Lee from Freedom Planet 2, Mary Zhao from Freedom Planet 2, and Singularity from Bayonetta 3. Uh, I guess this makes sense. At one point, I did like, ah, uh, I feel like it only got bad, like, in the middle part, and then it kind of got funny again. You know those jokes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the arc I went on with, ah. Uh. Yeah, I was also like, this is okay. This isn't okay. This isn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're a cute scrunko type character who who the the joke is that they're kind of annoying. Gaming has a million of those, and they're not notably worse than any of the others. Marzao should be crushed and should be put in a blender. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chris and Bob are both Casey Jonesing his ass. <laughs> For some reason, the compactor has two buttons to turn it on. <laughs> I was thinking either that or the compactor also gets knocked off a rooftop into another trash compactor. <laughs> it's like a big pyramid with trash compactor. <laughs> uh, yeah, worst character your sister G there, package deal, second place near the lead, third place Marizal, and runner-up singularity. Thank you very much to our nominees. Moving on to the next category. Let's we went from the worst. Let's go to the best. Best antagonist. The nominees are Cat Statue with two frames of animation from Elden Ring. <laughs> Heimdall from God of War Ragnarok. N from Xenoblade 3. Odin from God of War Ragnarok. Radon, comma, who made me fight him like 40 times from Elden Ring. And the shit eater from Elden Ring. <laughs> That's uh, his name, right? Now, <laughs> totally. <laughs> See, the funny thing is, I could have believed that until Bob <laughs> said otherwise because I'm like, I don't remember exactly what ass eaterman's name was. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Turd burglar from Elden Ring. <laughs> we have three votes each. I want someone to explain Radon. Who made me find him like 40 times. Uh, Radon is one of the big demigods. Every, uh, I don't know how often it happens, but there's this thing called the Radon Festival. And it's just, everybody tries to kill him because his brain has been rotted by the crimson rot that's all over the region he's in. And he's like the super big dick Ultra Chad and nobody can kill him. So you're like, who is this Giga Chad? And you go out there, He's like 20 feet tall and riding on a horse that's normal sized. <laughs> he's using his gravity magic so he does not crush this horse. So he's riding around this horse. He's moving fast as shit. There, you have like eight guys helping you. And he's just doing these enormous swings and mowing you down. And then you get him down to half health and he goes up into space. <laughs> and then he comes down as a meteor and starts like doing psycho crushers across this enormous desert you're fighting him in and throwing enormous fucking meteors at him. And he's really fucking hard. They they nerfed him. Uh, by the way, if you beat him after the nerf, it didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's canon. I'm sorry, everyone. That, that's how that works. Man, this dude's fucking awesome. I'm just watching a video while Chris explains. And then when you kill him, you find out he had been using gravity magic to make the stars not move the entire time. So now the stars are moving again and meteors start falling across the across the game world and, and opening new areas because he had just been holding everything in place while also beating your ass. <laughs> Man, Souls games sure have really cool stuff in them. This guy seems really neat. 
yeah, I'm like, this might be cooler than almost anything else in the Souls game. It's kind of ludicrous. <laughs> he is nuts. I, I mean, I did just see him crash down as a fucking meteor. That was cool as hell. Okay, I'm going to let Agro start the vote. My first vote is going to go to Odin. Uh, holy shit, that was an amazing rendition of Odin. And also, just creepy as fuck. It's like everyone in the game goes, don't trust Odin, he's going to gaslight you. And then Odin's like, what's up, I'm Odin, I'm about to gaslight you, but it's cool because we're friends. <laughs> Odin, Odin runs an MLM. <laughs> I love he's that he's like a, so good at it. He's yeah. like this mob boss sort of personality. It's great. Co mm -hmm. co yeah, it's masterful. It's it's possibly the best performance in the game. Yeah, yeah. He he really does gaslight you because the whole game I was like, up until up until uh fucking spoilers for God of War Ragnarok. Right. Yeah. Spoilers for all of these, obviously. Up until the moment he he kills Thor. I was like, is he going to be the final boss? Are we going to, is Atreus going to like talk him down somehow? And it's like, no, he's the, all, all those moments of vulnerability or where he seemed to be even remotely reasonable was just bullshit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it was, oh, just, mwah. for very different reasons. I think I'm also going to vote for Heimdall. <laughs> You you meet him on the top of that wall and like wow uh, this guy is racist. <laughs> like, I've heard that actually. Not like this guy thinks Mexicans are lazy racist. Like this guy looks at you and you understand that he believes you are subhuman. Yeah. Or in this case, human. <laughs> He is just, he's a little shit is what he is. And I like, like you got antagonists like Odin, who I'm in, in awe of the craft of the making of. And then you have antagonists like Heimdall where you're like, you meet him and you immediately start the clock of when do I get to kill this prick? Yeah. <laughs> it is refreshing in a game where every character is very nuanced and there's layers and layers and you're not sure how they're actually going to pan out. And you look at Heimdall and go, this is going to end with Kratos caving your face. In. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought for a while that I was going to have to beat him in like a, a sailboat race or, or some kind of bake off. He was just this, the fucking rich kids who didn't want snowboarders on the mountain. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot about N today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even so, I think I'm going to go with the cat statue with two frames of animation from Elden Ring. <laughs> because you get to the end of, of any given crypt and you're like, okay, what's, what's in here? And the door opens up and you see the cat statue. You still have no idea what the fuck is in there. <laughs> what else is going to be there? What his moveset is going to be? What stupid shit he's about to do? And the whole time, his animation is just terrifying. <laughs> Who made this thing? And why? Okay. With Agro's votes done, uh, I'm going to let Bob go next. This is a really tough category. Oh, it's, it absolutely is. Did you know that one guy eats shit? <laughs> 
<laughs> what a villain. Yes. Um, I'm going to vote for Anne. That's that's way too strong of a scene for a main villain to have and not get a vote. That's literally a guy you can hang a fucking JRPG on that moment. He, he, with how lame everybody else in Mobius is, he really does carry. Yeah. Yeah. If he wasn't there, that game would have gone down points. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I want to give the cat statue. <laughs> uh-huh. Not for the reasons Agro stated. It, it assaulted me on the way a Souls game hadn't yet. Of what if, what if the boss is hard because it made you start laughing so hard you could no longer fight? <laughs> it's just so unreasonably like this isn't right (laughs) you can't seriously be doing this yeah but I'm gonna have to stain and vote for Odin because he's really good even I feel feel like his boss fight at the end of the game is not great by comparison to some other stuff in that game Hmm. he's an amazingly acted character and just incredibly well done yeah and Verdon because he's just too cool like that's that game does not get anything nearly that cool to wrap it up it feels like you pee kind of halfway through (laughs) okay well next we'll move to chris uh in odin like i said like he he tricks you even the audience Mm -hmm. because so much of this game is about no you can be better you can choose to do something different than what you're inclined to do, what your worst instincts tell you. And he he has all these moments where he's so non-threatening and almost seems like he can be reasoned with. And it's just, no, that's all bullshit. Yeah. He's been doing this before anybody else was born. And, and Radon. As someone who's engaged in social circumstances with both pyramid screams and things that are Cult adjacent. Odin is a perfect replica. That performance is so insanely pitch perfect of this is an abuser. This is an exploiter. This is someone who could sell you your own ass. (laughs) (laughs) I did not go into that game expecting Odin to be this top tier performance. I really thought by the end of it, Thor would steal it. Mm hmm. I thought maybe Heimdall, but you just you spend more time with Odin, and it's it's incredible. It's incredible, you know. Like even the players get a gaslit. <laughs> it really is that tier. Um, unfortunately, here I I have to stand my ground. And <laughs> fair, all of Mobius, but N sucks. Yeah, and holds up an entire alphabet soup of bad villains. <laughs> yeah, that game would go down points without N. Like literally, I don't. It would probably make my top ten. No, I don't know. And is so critical to what's good in that game. I would definitely beat on that game if N wasn't in it. I'd be like, this game is pro- easily. I, I can't. Im- I would if N was not in Xenoblade Three, it would be impossible for me to conceive of it being better than two. Right. Absolutely. I get that. But I'll never play two because it's just too blurry. I can't see the game. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had accessibility options like pixels. <laughs> if only had accessibility options like 
not being a launch year title for the Switch, an open world launch year title. What's that launch year? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, they got yeah. that quick. Wow, that's crazy. Um, the next one's really hard, but I have to philosophically land on something. And I, I know you guys are like. Dan, you didn't play the game that much. Who are you just... I had to fucking read about the shit eater all year. It's the worst. I hate him. <laughs> Why is somebody doing that in that game? <laughs> the fact that people keep talking about this horrible creature. It sucks so much. The conclusion of his arc is like, uh, hey, when, when you fix the Elden Ring, can you rub my shit in it so everybody is cursed forever? Why? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so funny. <laughs> no, it's really awful, but really funny. That's what he. That's what he does. This sucks. <laughs> okay, based on votes, seems like Odin's taking this. Uh, seems like everyone's thinking that. Then we have three votes on N, two votes on Radon. Comma, who made me fight him like 40 times. <laughs> and then a three-way tie with one one vote each. I am willing to live with that order. I think that's pretty good. I can believe in the strength of the nomination of Radon based on how cool that cutscene that fight looks. But he might have been an even huger villain if he ate shit too, right? <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> I feel like it just takes him in a different yeah, direction. Yeah, guess. <laughs> that to be a like the the quantity of shit on hand would just <laughs> move that into a whole different direction. <laughs> so I think I think I think that top three seems pretty solid to me. How do other people feel? Yeah, I think those are strong. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, I think that's strong. Okay, so we should probably go and vote for runner up between the three that have one vote tie each, and that's Cat Statue with two frames of animation, Heimdall, and the Shit Eater. <laughs> what is his actual name? <laughs> Does anyone remember? The dung eater. The, dung, the eater. dung eater. There yeah, we the go. The loathsome dung eater. Yeah, he's pretty name. fucking loathed. <laughs> Anyways, ah, uh, I'm voting for the dung eater, Bob. Uh, I'm voting for the cast statue, <laughs> Chris. I'm voting for the shitty <laughs> aggro. I mean, based on new information that he has leapt off of the screen to haunt Dan through this whole year. <laughs> Much like uh, one of my favorite films, Last Action Hero. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and vote for the loathsome dung eater. Yeah, did you did you catch that part? You leapt out of the screen and uh, we had a horrible adventure where you wouldn't stop following me around. <laughs> I was like, I wish you were Arnold Schwarzenegger and then he ate shit because that's what he does. You see, uh, none of you in the audience actually know this. The number one reason I, I did not show up uh, as a commentator and reviewer for the Elden Ring spoiler cast is because somebody told me there's a dung eater in the game, and I'm like, I'm good. I'm never going to play this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess what that shakes out to is best antagonist of 2022 is Odin from God of War Ragnarok. Followed up by N from Santa Plate 3. Those energies could not be more different. No. <laughs> <laughs> Radon from Elden Ring with runner-up being 
the Dung Eater from Elden Ring. Thank you very much to most of our nominees. Shit's fucked up. Shit, the most important video game of the year. And you're like, what if a character ate shit? <laughs> it's so funny. It's brave. But he's actually by far the worst person in that game. <laughs> yeah, he eats shit. <laughs> and coming up next, best plot twist. There are going to be spoilers for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Sonic Omens, Freedom Planet 2, Spark the Electric Jester 3, Star Ocean the Divine Force, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. The nominees are Arvin's parent turns out to actually be an emotionless machine who will never be proud of him from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Chris's armchair devs pitch is real from Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Chris Thorndike died from time cancer from Sonic Omens. Uh, I want this explanation after I'm done listing the nominees, but Freedom Planet 2 does not cuck out. The ending of Spark the Electric Jester 3. The Borg aren't evil from Star Ocean the Divine Force. The cuck scene from Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and... Xenoblade 2 Rex Harem ending from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Let's start with Freedom Planet 2. Who nominated that? Me. Go. Okay, so in Freedom Planet 2, the, the main thrust is that the water dragons were genocided by the earth dragons. That's the, that's And, and the, the last remaining water dragon, other than Lilac, one of the main characters, um, wants revenge. Uh, and normally, like the... the well, I forget what they fucking call him. The Emperor? I don't, it's, I don't think it's Emperor. It's the, the magistrate. magistrate. The Magister. Yeah, magistrate. Yeah, the Magistrate. Yeah. Like, the person in charge, the person in charge of, like, the main hub and who you, you're basically working for is, is also an Earth Dragon. Like, the leader of the Earth Dragons. And normally, in a story like this, there's a couple ways they bitch out, essentially, mm -hmm. and, and negate the conflict. One is, well, actually, your side was all crazy and we were justified in killing all of you. We had to. That's option one. We call that the triple A method. <laughs> yeah. There's no, they killed themselves with some super evil weapon they were making. Yep. And there's no, it was a third thing, but I didn't do enough to stop them. So I feel responsible and will not explain it at all to anyone. Yep. <laughs> Freedom Planet 2 does not do any of these. Freedom Planet 2 go, has that guy go, yeah, we did. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, the conclusion of the game is like, having now realized how fucked up it is that I inherited this role as magistrate because we genocided an entire race. I'm going to let people vote for a new guy to run shit and I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I expected so much worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, in a, in a game where they write in nearly, you definitely expect worse. Also, like, it's really fucked up how the Earth Dragons are from space. So they came and took over and found the Water Dragons and went, you guys are cool. You're called Water Dragons now because you're almost as cool as us. Uh, Bob? Yeah. Explain the Borg aren't evil, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, like halfway through Star Ocean, you the start divine force. the divine force. <laughs> you start finding out, oh, there's this weird 
alien robot type thing we don't understand. And it seems to be like you find out the Duma, the thing that's always following you around, is part of it. And a lot of like explanation for the main villains seem to point to, oh, yeah, this is them. It's like a weird AI that's turning humans and assimilating them very much like the Borg. Mm-hmm. And you, a lot of allegations are kind of put on them being the cause of everything bad going on. And then you find out, no, this is a lot like the Borg, but it's all they only assimilate people who volunteer for it. And they all keep their individual personalities and are like connected to this large network. And they kind of just form an interesting culture around that. Like you, you go to their planet and find out what the heck's happening there. The only downside to this is the real villains are a subset of the Borg that are evil. <laughs> um, that's still that's still cool and different. Yes. Yeah. Which one wrote Xenoblade 2 Rex Haramending? <laughs> that was me too. Okay, explain it, Bob, because I hit this part of the ending of Xenoblade 3 and went, wait, what? Is that him fucking play to? Okay. I, it, it, I don't think it needs that much explanation. He has three girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> Just the end of this has Nia, the, the queen of Xenoblade 2 land, pull up a picture that's... Love, her and the two other girls she's in Oblade 2 all having babies by him. I thought it was yeah. a group photo of Fred's. He's got his no. <laughs> He's got his hands on the chairs and it's it's heavily implied. I don't know. Jesus Christ. I can't believe Rex is flexing on him like this. <laughs> also they draw like Chad Rex. I'm like, I didn't think there was any way that guy could crawl up into a regular looking person. Yeah, that was unsettling. Also, it's really funny because Nia was the victim of the Xenoblade 2 cuck scene. And then you find out, no, it worked out. Because apparently when he said, I love you, and then turned to everybody else, and all you guys, it was literal. Yeah, no, that cra- I cracked up so hard when I saw that afterwards. Like, I saw the YouTube clip of that, and I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, I had, in no <laughs> world did I think that they would be like, yeah, he got the Tenchi Moyo ending. Like, <laughs> he did what? <laughs> This guy's pretty awesome. Oh man, this is rough. Um, you know what? I'm feeling generous. Four votes. Um, <laughs> uh, we're gonna go ahead and start with the. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Chris Thorndike. Died from time cancer. Chris, explain it. To yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, so so Sonic Omens is a fan is a Sonic fan game. It's a 3D one, which is why it gets any attention at all. We nominate those now. <laughs> oh wait, Freedom Planet was earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So it and as a fan game, it takes every single thing that has ever been in a Sonic game, any Sonic media as canon. Yep. Uh, and one of those is Chris Thorndike from Sonic X, the anime, mm-hmm. who's like a kid. And one of the plot points is that since Sonic, since, since Sonic X is a Sonic went through a portal and ended up in the real world type deal. Uh, so so it's like once the world split apart and Sonic went home, Chris Thorndike became a scientist and wanted to find a way to a way to to cross the dimensions. And he did it, but he didn't know that it made him age super fast. So he died of time cancer. Sonic said his grave. <laughs> and, they, and they needed to show Chris Thorndike grown up, so they showed this terrible edit of Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, God. <laughs> what a nightmare. This is so 
I think somebody needs to hire this man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the cut the cutscenes in that game look real good. Gen- on on the, on the macro scale, yeah, it's kind of scary how good they look because they don't look that good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, they they look really good. <laughs> I'm gonna move on to Arvin's parents turn out to actually be an emotionless machine who will never be proud of him. Um, that moment's amazing. That ending is amazing. The end of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is amazing. Dad, why won't you come out of your shed? Uh, cause I'm really alive. So if you could come into the shed. <laughs> <laughs> the ending of Sparkly Electric Jester 3, cause I guess I'm just handing it out to Sonic Fan <laughs> I love that ending. We, we talked about it extensively in part three. If for nothing else, that scene where Fark explains to the U.S. government, or the government, the, the problem <laughs> yeah. in that suit is incredible. That ending is so good. I love it so much. And, uh, I mean, this is just factual at this point. The cuck scene from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. That twist of, like, haha, your girlfriend's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the extra layers of because she would rather be dead than live with you any longer it is just not worth it to her (laughs) so fucking good at least leon belmont got a cool whip out of it (laughs) (laughs) hey hey, bob who are you it's rob uh i'm gonna vote for the cuck (laughs) the the cuck scene from xenoblade okay uh, Arvin's parents. Um, the Xenoblade Two recommending. That's right, Bob. You're on the right side of history. <laughs> it's too funny. That's the the only thing that made me like. Maybe I'll go play that. That seems insane. <laughs> and I'll give it to the the Borg not being evil in star ocean because that was really genuinely i did not see that coming yeah you don't normally get that no if only we played sonic omens on stream people could have <laughs> voted for sonic month and right now bob would be like chris thornton died from time cancer <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing storytelling <laughs> uh hey aggro you can go next Man, when I when I added this one to this category, I thought it was going to be me explaining my very specific damage and enjoying this a lot. Uh, I'm I'm glad to know I'm among friends here. Arvin's parent turns out to actually be an emotionless machine. We'll never be proud of him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's incredible. Because <laughs> I just I thought we were going to go down in that pit and have like a whole arc where they unite and then one of them's mad and then. Whichever parent is like, oh, but I had to because important shit. Nope, I'm a robot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to vote for the ending of Spark the Electric Jester 3. Yeah. (laughs) Because I really felt bad about not giving it its due in the other category it was in. (laughs) Yeah, guilt votes. We take those. I mean, I guess the real plot twist was that I care about what happened in Xenoblade 3, but the closest thing on that list is the cuck scene. Yes! (laughs) Yes! And... I'm gonna go with Chris's armchair dev pitch being real. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I started laughing a lot. 
<laughs> it also meant we got Forgotten Land, and that was the greatest plot twist of all. <sighs> okay, Chris, it's your turn to vote. I'm going to vote for the Xenoblade 2 Rex harem ending, and I'm going to explain why I find it so delightful. <laughs> a lot of Xenoblade fans are down on Xenoblade 2 because, oh, it's the more anime-y one. Oh, it has, like, anime tropes, and there's, there's like, two... There's, like, a Sundere girl and, like, the more net nurturing one. This hard confirms it as a trashy harem series. That's canon forever. You can never ostracize it from your franchise, weird elitists. It's also in three, the game you all really like. You can't escape. I win. <laughs> oh my God. This is like if some somebody really up their ass about a franchise, like the new one's an isekai and it's related to all the others. And I'd just be like, yes, yes, suffer. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to vote for Ar Arvin's parent being an emotionless machine who will never be proud of him. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to vote for the cuck scene because of course I'm, I'm going to vote for the cuck scene. <laughs> and I'm going to vote for Spark the Electric Chester 3. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was so incredible that I got so many good endings to so many games right here at the end of the year. <laughs> If only God of War Ragnarok could have had a cuck scene right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They didn't have. They didn't have Odin have enough of a breakdown when Atreus snapped the mask in half. <laughs> if he had just had the Riddler moment, oh, yes, that would yes. have been so good. That would have been absolutely unreal if he just snapped like a twig. Instead, he has a lot of the energy of no. That was my fucking plasma, you little shit. You ruined my plasma TV! <laughs> that is how he comes off, yeah. Okay, well, I've uh, sorted this into our top four, I think. <laughs> the top two votes-wise, our Arvid's parent turns out to actually be an emotionless machine who, can now be, who will never be proud of him. <laughs> the cuck scene from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Both of those have four votes. The ending of Spark the Electric Jester 3 has three votes. And Xenoblade 2 ranks him ending as, <laughs> as two. Uh, hey, Xenoblade 3, how come your parent lets you have two nominations for best plot twist? <laughs> From here, I think we need to figure this out. I argue the cuck scene should be higher than Pokemon. It is way too funny. It is way too impactful and insane. Maybe everyone in Pokemon dealt with the reveal too well, and that would have helped me be like, this is on the same tier. That was my favorite part of it, where as soon as it happens, I realized, oh, we're not, we're not going to have time to deal with this before you're going to be dead. <laughs> 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 the robot like who spends all this time talking to me and not Arvin looks over like, oh, Arvin, hey, what's up? Sorry, your real mom's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah and Arvid's like yeah that's that sounds about right <laughs> that's yeah. me I guess <laughs> yeah and, and, and mixed in this fucking soup is just that moment where he goes by the way the moment we tried to do this I'm gonna try to rip you in half like a phone book <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like scary as hell and you're like excuse me you're gonna do what <laughs> please no so is everyone but me of the opinion Pokemon should be higher than Xenoblade 3's cutscene it is tough to call because they both are like a full JRPG built up to this reveal. <laughs> They're both really good. 
I love the end of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. But I also really love the cutscene in Set of Blade 3, and I do think that game hangs on that moment. How do other people feel? Oh. We're here to talk about our feelings. <laughs> it's a rough call. It is really rough. Yeah, they're so close. Pokemon would have still been really good without that. Xenoblade would not have been nearly as good without the cuck scene. No, with that cuck scene, Xenoblade 3 really did enter, like, my JRPG lists of all time. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, it is, like, such an important part of that game. And, like... In my opinion, none of that, none of it was tele telegraphed in advance, right? I feel like it was a reveal in the moment of exactly how it was going. Mm -hmm. That game very seriously could have just executed Mio, and you have to, like, play the rest of the game without her. <laughs> that could have happened. It's okay. You were saved. You were saved <laughs> by the power of how much that guy's <laughs> wife hates him. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> that is that is uh that was that was the moment that I was like, this this game's amazing. This was all worth it. For Arvin's parents thing, it was just, oh cool, Pokemon's doing awesome stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> Which it had been on a break, in my opinion. It had been a little while since it hit that tier. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm cool with pushing the coxine above yes. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Chris? Yeah, that's fine with me. Yes! <laughs> and now since I got that whatever <laughs> okay so uh, currently third place is the ending of Spark the Electric Jester 3 and the runner up is Xenoblade 2 Rex harem ending reveal in Xenoblade 3 <laughs> do the Rex heads want to <laughs> I'm fine with it being a runner up okay. I understand it's placement yeah I, I think okay yeah I, okay. I think it's completely sensical for it to be a runner-up. Just to be clear, that is completely unfucking real <laughs> Yes, <laughs> we have a plot twist here in a single frame of the ending. <laughs> it's literally like he was Tenchi and he got all the puss. And I'm like, you did Rex? That what? <laughs> like, they're all just good friends. Like, fucking historians looking at Egyptians. <laughs> the hieroglyphs and shit. Yeah, they were great friends. I don't they slept in the same bed. It was fucking crazy. Anyways, I guess that's it then. For best plot twist, <laughs> the winner is the cug seed from Xenoblade <laughs> <Settle Blink> Chronicles <laughs> 3. God, what a surprise! <laughs> yes! Second place goes to Arvin's parent. Turns out to actually be an emotionless machine who will never be proud of him. <laughs> Third place goes to the ending of Spark the Electric Jester 3 with runner-up Xenoblade 2 Rex Harem ending confirmed in Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Aren't you happy, Xenoblade fans? You had to wait all the way to part four to get all the juicy bits you wanted, but man, did you make out like fucking bandits. Thank you very much to all of our nominees. You'll be missed Chris Thorndike. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think we proved he won't. <laughs> You'll see, Bob. We'll watch both uh, all of the U.S. version of Sonic X and the Japanese version, and then we'll play Sonic Omens, and that shit will really hit. Oh, man. And now for our last category. Game none of us played. The nominee is Metal Hellsinger. Uh, I'm going to vote for Metal Hellsinger, Bob. Yeah, Metal Hellsinger. Chris? 
Metal Hellsinger. Dr. Agro? Uh, Metal Hellsinger. Well, that's... There we go. The game none of us played goes to Metal Hellsinger. See you guys next time for the top tens and the actual game of the year.